0: This wasn't my midweek movie. I think, recommendation. I Pete, think this is Pete. Yeah, Pete yeah. Inf- inflicted this on us. Yeah. Well, he just shouted it out, didn't he? Given a give us a. I, a, I a put a top everyone on the five. spot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is a film that's cropped up quite a few times, and I've always pointed out that I've never seen it. So I think he wanted to make sure. Well, Right. This. So this yeah. is me popping my cherry of Stand by Me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should quickly just go through the the plot, I guess, for those that haven't seen it. Without well, no, it doesn't matter if we spoil this is it in 1986? Yeah, you I mean, can't
1: what, spoil a, an 86 movie. Yeah,
2: it's one of those significant set of cast actors that have gone on to bigger and brighter things, but yeah. this was their main sort of punch-out film for a few of them. And obviously...
1: I think this is the only film I've seen with River Phoenix
2: in. No, you haven't. Well, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh,
1: of course, yeah, yeah, That's the only just, one I've seen him in yeah. well. I haven't seen... Is it My Own Private Idaho? Not, yeah, haven't seen that. What's in Gilbert Grape? Not seen that. haven't seen that. And okay. then of course,
0: he died. And then, yeah, he didn't have many, many films. Oh, that's a conspiracy
1: um, theorist's
2: dream, his death, isn't it? In the Viper Room with... Yeah. Was it Johnny, Johnny Depp? Depp. Johnny yeah. Depp's
0: Viper Room. It's tragedy. Tragedy. Mm. I mean, it's... It kind of lived again through Heath Ledger, a similar age actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe Heath was a, even a bit older, but just the potential of those guys mm-hmm. is such a such a tragedy. But Stand By Me is basically the story of, it's a coming of age story, isn't it? It's yes. After learning a stranger has been accidentally killed near their home, four boys decide to go and see the body. And they encounter, you know, a load of leeches. <laughs> There's kind of you know, different uh, trails and tracks to get lost on. I think it's a mad dog. It's just a bit of an adventure on the way as they go and do this. And it it starts out as a a laugh, but it it kind of almost defines their young lives. It's
2: it's set in Americana, so like 50s, 60s. Yeah, and I really love that era. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of innocence in that era and a lot of opportunities and experiences that I would say... I've kind of lost on our generation onwards mainly well for us we don't live in that sort of uh, location where you can just go off but and go and abandon yourself you know just straight away adventure.
1: like as a parent I'm like risk assessing yeah, it I'm like yeah you know yeah. this is and I think about to my childhood and even like you know just young adulthood going cliff jumping and they're just like they go off camping on their own with a gun you know <laughs> And everyone comes back all right, pretty much by and large. Yeah, yeah. but now nowadays, everyone's so fucking risk adverse. You know, oh well, people.
2: Like... What's the most our kids have probably done is camp in the garden, and you <laughs> you you camp there with them with the light on yeah. outside. So if you need the toilet, you can just zoom in inside, and it's like it's it's gone. The it's wilderness. Mild. Yeah. yeah, and the protectionist kind of helicopter parenting that we condemn, you are doing, and yeah. I mean, it's a shame. It's a real shame. But this I... film kind of enables that
0: experience to be shown and it is it's, it's a real it's, it's a beauty about it the magic that you the, can do that I, I think so and and just kind of getting onto the parrot inside I remember being in Thailand years ago and one of the tourists had seen a young Thai lad who had a machete he wasn't more than four or five <laughs> and he's just that was and the guy go god better get that off him you know and the kid started crying his parents come and go would you take his knife off for him? Like, you know <laughs> he's like that's that's what he, he uses working. that's what he's working you know so you so so- saying we should enable our children to
2: be armed yeah i guess that's yeah, what the message is too, um, yeah. if you can read <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> between
0: um, the lines stand by me is a film about arming your children and it's also a film which richard Dreyfus narrates yeah which is lovely i mean one of the 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 narrated lines is although i hadn't seen him in more than 10 years i'll know i'll miss him forever and it's it's he's recounting this story because one of those four had recently died and he's he's just thinking back to the to that mm. summer and that time so the nostalgia is yeah. like full right from the beginning mm. and it's it's well, he that's he reads it in
1: a newspaper article, doesn't he? Yeah, he read, and yeah. then he starts recounting the story of, of this adventure that they went on, which is it's essentially it's the two friends who are really the, the core of the group. Yeah. And then other two come along, so it's Will Wheaton and River Phoenix. Will Wheaton's best work was obviously yeah. Star Trek Next Generation. But <laughs> so it's,
0: <laughs> it's Chris and uh, and and Geordie.
1: Yeah. And Gordy. The other kid whose name escapes me now, played by Jerry O'Connell. He has buried some money in a jar, and he's trying to find it. And he overhears—is it his older brother? Yeah,
2: yeah. His older brother talking to his, his friends who- about
1: because there's a, a boy who's assumed to be dead, and they these the two older lads say that they've seen the body, but they don't want to alert the authorities because they stole a car. Yeah, it, it would incriminate them. Yeah, they'd, inc- they'd, be, uh, they'd have to plead the whatever it is. And this is all overheard. And he's overhearing this while he's under the house trying to find this, this jar of money that he's, he's hidden. So he runs off to tell his friends about this, that they need to go on this walk, this adventure, to find the body. And they can be like the local heroes of finding the body, alerting the authorities, and yeah. doing all that the, good stuff.
2: There's a surprising amount. There's a, this is a rabbit hole to go down. There is a surprising amount of deaths in US national parks. Like crazy oh. amount of deaths right. and if you are missing, they will search for you for seven days, and that's it
1: that you know casting on my back to last week when we watched when I said that I'd watched fourteen peaks, and I was thinking them they those mountains were fucking littered with dead bodies yeah of people and and even the the first mountain that they go up and they have to go back up to I'm just thinking all this climbing and is it worth it like because the amount of resources you use. You know, you should just be fucking left up there.
0: Well, Everest, they are, they, aren't they? They do. I mean, yeah. I think it gets... The, once you're into the death zone, which is basically <laughs> over 7,000... Right, you're on, eight, your eight, you are, you're on your own. Yeah. You're on your own. Know, you're a marker. Nobody's <laughs> expecting you to save them, and it's almost... You know, if they do, they've gone way. They're risking their own lives yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to do it, so nobody really expects that.
1: So, yeah, national parks. I mean, there's all sorts of fucking things. If you oh, don't conspiracy know what you're doing, theories off the scale. No, but about just like it it's well. just dangerous places a lot well, of the yeah, time, yeah. you know. And if you wild animals, yeah, yeah, big
0: <laughs> places, no people, wild animals. Do you know that this film came from the same collection uh, of stories as The Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is a, a Stephen, Stephen King. King
1: yeah. Oh, right. He yeah. regards it as the. Or certainly at the time, the best adaptation of his work. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. interesting because he's really picky. I think I had the misfortune of watching The Dark Tower. No. I'm not dark- saying that one. Is that yeah. Idris yeah. Idris no, Elba way, and Matthew Mahogany. It got slated, so oh, I didn't bother to watch yeah, it. Yeah, don't. So, yeah, that was one of his pieces. He, he was a
1: fan of this. He famously, he obviously hated the um, Kubrick version of The Shining and had it remade, but, yeah, he really liked this version. So that's good. So They, they go off on this adventure, and it turns out that Chris has stolen a gun. Yeah. <laughs> As you do when you're eight, <laughs> 10 years old. How old are they? No, they're, they're,
0: pro- they're probably sort of 13, 14, uh, I guess. Yeah. Are they... I think we're
2: younger, maybe.
1: Sam Wheat, Will we, well, Wheaton looked younger Wheaton than that. Younger. But anyway, they, they they go off. Yeah, they've got their cam stuff. They've got a gun, and they they're yeah. going to go off. They're walking down. They're following the path of the railroad. Seems like a sensible plan.
2: Yeah. Until they're, one they're... of them becomes the world's fucking worst runner on earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they, you've got all these kind of little moments of them. You know, my boy lollipop bird. You know, and, and the tunes they're dancing. They're having a great day. It, it just the the plot. And the, the storyline just brings you along with these guys, the freedom that they've got, you know, anything can happen. And they are just kind of bouncing off each other really and laughing and joking and a, a day out, they know they're going to get in various states of trouble with their parents. Yeah. Um, when well, it's they It's the innocent, go home. In,
2: innocence of youth, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's the pure innocence of youth. And, invariably you, you know that there's going to be a complete, there's going to be a situation that's going to occur that's going to either scar them or change them in a mm. way that's going to affect them for the rest
1: of their lives, which obviously does. But, but first of all, they get sort of caught trespassing. In their junkyard. Yeah, yeah, by Matty and his dog. <laughs> so they, they hightail it over a fence. Then they nearly get mowed down by the train.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it, they 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 the tense, track, it, don't they, yeah. yeah. and and they've got a big bridge to to pass. Yeah. And once they're halfway across, course that's when the the train starts rumbling along and mm. they they I, need I, to hightail it quick.
2: Well, I'm always suspicious. I'm sure these trains have could have stopped.
0: Ah. <laughs> No, that's inconvenience. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the stopping, it seemed
2: like he was really powering on the stopping.
1: He beeped his, he tooted his thing, his whistle. <laughs> but you know, the stopping distance on a train has got to be pretty, pretty long. I'd imagine you know, they don't just come to a halt quickly. Yeah, no. Yeah, but he looked
2: speech. like there wasn't any form of braking.
0: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he
1: wasn't even trying. He's yeah. speeding up more
2: coal yeah, on the fire. let stupid kids. This will be a
1: well. There's already one dead body out there. Another couple aren't going to make any <laughs> here difference. It's the parks, here. as we said, <laughs>
2: these bodies never get retrieved.
1: <laughs> they the local hoodlum. Ace. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. And uh, um, and his laughable peroxide blonde hair.
0: And you've also got a friend of his is John Cusack, I think, isn't it? A young John Cusack, the the brother of Don't Chris. Know. Yeah, so? he's in it. He's in it, yeah. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. Right, we're going to have to fact check that. He's
1: the dead one. He's, he's, he's Ray Bauer. No, he's Will Wheaton's older brother who's died. And he gets... His dad says it should have been you, which is like the worst. But there, there
0: is a, a but, cut scene where they yeah you he, see has he has a nightmare. He oh,
1: has a nightmare. No, I know the nightmares of the funeral where his dad says that to him, and he wakes up and, and then Chris has well, to comfort him. But th-
0: this, th- well, this is part of the um...
1: the guy going around with Ace is is called Eyeball or something, isn't he? Great
2: nicknames. It, which is he's
1: Chris's older brother, right? He's got the kind of slick like greaser hair, and he's going around. He's the like the sort of second in command to Ace and um, I, I don't know I thought they were fucking pathetic
0: to <laughs> well okay we'll get you we'll get you your feelings on it later but it, it was it was one of those that moment there actually where he's having to to recount about how worthless he, f- yeah. he feels and everything mm. apparently in the in the movie itself River Phoenix couldn't turn off his own emotions after listening to it and it was just it really affected him you know and these are only young actors these to yeah, yeah, so yeah. Rob Reiner who's directing this movie to to get this out of them but then you look back and as you mentioned you know the the careers then these guys have gone on to forge or, yeah, or yeah. the potential that they yeah. had anyway totally amazing and yeah he was he needed to hug hug them and everything just to bring him back down and mm. say you know this is this is great stuff we've got it but yeah the, it's an emotional film and as it the, they tell the stories one of the best moments in it is, is yeah he's telling the story of Lardass.
2: Oh, the pie eating.
0: Yeah. The blueberry pie eating. And he's made up this story he wants to be a writer. And th- his his mates are the only people that are really encouraging him to do that and saying, Look, tell us your story. This is a yeah. and he tells this fantastic story of this fat guy who got bullied this his whole time and his whole life and everything in his town. And then one day they have a blueberry pie eating contest mm-hmm. and he eats so much blueberry pie he just projectile well he next he next a bottle of oil before
1: yeah, the contest.
0: Right. To, just to get things going Castor oil <laughs> yeah
2: oh fuck
1: and yeah then he does he does about five or six pies and, and then they they just hear the noise don't they and then you say this is the best Whoa. bit for me
0: oh well it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a bit that i re- i remember a lot i mean i'm sensing that you didn't enjoy this movie quite as much as well, else in the well we'll get on to it at the end because we've got we got
1: the, I think I've heard about this one before is when they, they decide to veer off from the railroad and they said, I can't remember if it was, oh man, Corey Feldman who says, if we go through those woods, that's a shortcut and we can get to where we need to go a lot quicker. And they're all right, fuck it, we'll go that way. But they end up having to cross this swamp yeah. kind of lakey thing, which they're larking about and trying to dunk each other under the water at first. He's She's like, no, of- I need to get out of here. And as they're wrestling on the edge, he notices that there's leeches knocking about. And they're, they're <laughs> frantically trying to get the leeches off. But then uh, Will Wheaton realises there's one where he really wouldn't like, he, yeah. he wouldn't want to have it's a leech. It's on the nads. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and he has to, he pulls his hand out from his shorts he and he's out. got like blood all over I've his hand bl- from his dick. Have you ever had leeches on you? No. Certainly not on my dick. No, I. Well, they've come close. I to thought mind. they were a lot because um, they just brush them off. I thought they were a lot more difficult. I think they, they had to, like flame them they, off and stuff.
0: They well, they were, um, you can pull them off, but they they will make you bleed. <laughs> yeah. Then, like you yeah, know, yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 the wanking thing was I last know. week. <laughs> yeah, you can rip them off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had them when I've I've been out trekking and things. Yeah. And so how'd you get um, them off
2: then safely? Flame, you you can
0: it? get uh, tobacco, like snuff or something, that will put them on. Salt, I think, also helps them or you burn them off. Or you see them, you freak the fuck out because you're in the shower <laughs> and it's on your thigh oh. and you rip them off and take the bit of blood that uh, never yeah. seems to stop bleeding, but um, eventually it does. We are out last time in India. I was with Swayze and... Uh, I don't know how the fuck this leech has gotten because you, they're amazing how far they can stretch on the, you know, the muscles in them and they, (sighs) they just reach out. And this one's gone onto sways and he's just all queasy when he sees it. (laughs) Yeah. I have got a photo of it somewhere to remind me. But it's, yeah, they're not nice. They're not nice. And, and certainly in this. This, yeah, this situation where they they're fucking everywhere, Ugh. and you're just kids. And yeah, he um, he
1: does extract said leech, but he passes out from the uh, from the trauma. Which I think I probably would have done the same to. Him. <laughs> um, Chris opens up as well about his life. He's from the sort of boy from the wrong side of the tracks, and he wishes he could start again. go just go somewhere where no one knows him, knows about his past and his upbringing because he's just he's written off everywhere he goes because he's yeah. like you know the. The down and out or whatever Yeah, that's it kid. he's got a bad reputation
0: yeah. he's people have already made up their mind what they're what they're going to think of him before they've met him yeah and he knows that and he's he's straight away got his back up and it's put a chip on his shoulder um but it's one of those where there's so many of those kids aren't there that you just know that there's a great kid in there there's a great kid coming out but they're they're misunderstood they've had a bad deal of it and and they're just kind of reacting now. Cards they're haven't frightened. gone in their favour. That's right, yeah, yeah. And it seemed this way with, with Chris, that he seemed, you know, his his friends knew what a great guy he was. And unfortunately, the adult world just didn't mm. sit with him.
1: But It's very shortly after the leeches' escapade that they do find the body. Ray Brower's body. Yeah. It's quite startling. I didn't know if they were going to just show, you know, but there
0: it is. What, what rating is it again?
2: Is it, uh, is it an 80s 12 peach?
1: No, there wasn't. I, I think it's a 15. It's a 15. No, I think is it's a it?
0: 15. And the idea was to get the most authentic reaction so they didn't show the kids the body they really, the killed last, <laughs> really killed someone They really killed the possible moment <laughs> yeah. and they really drew, brought out a corpse from but they didn't see it until you know their character did yeah that, yeah. Was, the, that was the moment yeah. so they really had that reaction um yeah they get all excited the first one sees him, he's like
1: there's the body there's the body and they run over and he's kind of in a bush mm. covered up and they pull a branch back and there it is, like stark in your face the dead yeah. guy you know and the reaction then it will wheaton is gaudy yeah thinks back to his brother and he gets he gets very emotional about why his brother had to die you know starts thinking about all this morbid stuff and why his dad doesn't love him so
0: yeah it's it's, it's not the the high moment they thought it would no. be it's, it's yeah they expect reality- to be a triumphant
2: yeah. us explorers we found it and instead it's like the morbid reality has struck which is that's the bit that is the coming of age part yeah it's
0: a real growing up moment yeah. that, isn't it where they're just Kind of all hits the and adventures they come to an end. Well, they also have to stand Child their ground because over.
1: Ace Ace rocks up, yeah, with his crew. First of all, it's just Ace and eyeball, eyeball, whatever. yeah, and they're like, "Right, like, you lot, fuck off. This is we- our di- this is our discovery. You lot, do one." But now they go stand their ground. Well, they got a gun. Well, t- I say they stand their ground. Um Two of them stand their grounds. Yeah, it doesn't bring out the gun straight away. No, no, they try and because try- it's just it's just Chris, and he says no. I'm not fucking going. Ace gets out his switchblade thing that he's got trying to look all tough fails. But Will Wheaton then just fires. You just hear the gunshot first and then he points the gun at them and says, you can suck my fat one. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then we and they, they all go, they're, they're like off and then after he's going, who said you had a fat one? And they go, fat, is in four counties. <laughs> and they've, yeah, they've kind of protected their yeah.
1: find. Yeah, and it, we go back to the narrator, and Richard Dreyfuss says, "We didn't think it was appropriate to make a big thing about it, so we just did an anon- anonymous phone call to the authorities to let them know." And then you get, a, he fills in the rest of the back, the backstory of what happened to Chris. So he'd been in, encouraging Chris to go to college and you know try and make something of himself, and he did. He went to he went to the same college. They sort of grew up, but he became a lawyer. And then he explains what happened in this article. He. There'd been an altercation with two people. He tried to step in to calm things down, and somehow had been stabbed in the neck, and he died.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tr- real, real
1: shame. Yeah, and that's when he says, uh, although I hadn't seen him for 10, 12 years, whatever it was, right. I knew I'd miss him for the rest of my life. So. A
0: tearjerker, an absolute stone wall, okay, so, coming of age right. classic that everyone should see. I watched it with my boy, and. We absolutely loved it. And it was one of those first adult films that I'd actually watched with him. I say adult films, you know. You, you, Debbie does you, Dallas. It, other than yeah. that, uh, yeah, exactly, okay, yeah. you know, other than the smarts. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> there's probably a sweet spot age that you need to have seen this, in my opinion, to get the most out of Any it. Because me watching it now, I didn't get a lot out of it. I thought it was dated. Some of the, the I don't like child actors. You know they should be shot, but a lot of them. <laughs> these were were pretty good actually, and and you you can tell that because they these guys went on to yeah. have decent careers. So that that was actually okay. I thought Keith Sutherland was just like fucking like absolute pantomime. Do you um, think he was just phoning in his Lost Boys appearance? I haven't seen Lost Boys, I can oh, comment. Oh, um, so oh, oh, it's God, just I'm like <laughs> it just it wasn't intimidating at all. It was just like complete mockery. Oh, the, if you
2: think he's pantomime in this, you need to see <laughs> Lost Boys.
1: <laughs> The the, the Lardass bit, you know, it was just like, I don't know, like deliberately
0: amateur because he was telling a story,
1: but you could almost see like the hose pipe behind him where they was and stuff like
0: that. You're being nonsense. way too harsh on this absolute Stonewall classic. I, I, I would mean,
1: probably agree with you if I'd seen it when I was, say, 14, 15 and was right, watching it again yeah. now, but coming to it as a 43-year-old, yeah, Pete's okay. going to think I'm deliberately hating on it. I'm not hating on it. It's fine. I'm, loads of people love it, just not me. I probably would love it if I'd seen it earlier it didn't get a lot out
0: of it this time you know no well i i watched it as i say with my boy and mm. he's 15 you know so this is the the kind of yeah. age where you'd expect and we've watched it before okay. you know no, we watched it when he was probably about 13 and a half loved it really really enjoyed it it, it wouldn't be for every kid around that age maybe to be a bit too too old for a, a younger kid, but because mm. it is adult themes and and things. But shocked reaction when you see the dead body and a lot of yeah. There's a, there's is, a few kind of that. moments in it, well, but it, overall, kids are a lot more you know a bit resilient. Doing it, but, they're bringing out guns and bunking off yeah, school yeah. in this yeah. you know in this era.
2: I'd st- you think about the dead bodies in films of the 80s like that. The one in- the one that still gets my kids. Like I was shocked by the fact that they weren't completely. Devastated by it is. I watch the uncut. You know, when the body falls from the freezer, that's hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that element that was just seen in. Certain- this
1: one was was more striking because it was, you it's know, cold a, a body. It was a decomposing yeah. like dead body. It wasn't like a horror film dead body. Do you know what I mean? Okay, it was yeah. just more like this is what happens when someone dies. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, quite. Lovely. Yeah, it was a reality there.
2: Um, yeah. yeah, it's. It'd be interesting to see what your lad thinks of how he linked and identified with what is quite a foreign childhood to him. Mm. You know, that the ability, like we just said at the start to be able to just bag on the back, see you later, mum and dad on Sunday,
0: bye, see of for a day or two, Yeah, you know? But the world feels bigger when you're young, doesn't it? Even, yeah. even in a relatively small place in Ireland where we live, you know, you've, you feel like if you're in St. One's, you're in the other side of the world. Oh, So it's yeah. It was a film that he really loved. I would heartily recommend, and I will definitely watch again at some point, sometime. I will watch I, it like, with my daughter when when, um,
1: when she's a bit older and see see what she yeah. thinks. And I yeah. probably get more out of it watching it with her. I think. Yeah,
2: rainy Sunday afternoon on the sofa.
1: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll
2: click in on that one.
1: Cool. Sorry, Pete. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> No, no, no!